This episode is sponsored by Ship for Moms, a lifestyle brand for moms and moms alike. You can shop their merch and their totes and everything that they offer at shitformoms.com. That's S-H-T-F-O-R-M-O-M-S.com. Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Just Swinging It. It's your girl Osa. And your girl Idia. Welcome back, welcome back. And we have a guest today. Punto, Punto, Punto. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we have the owner, CEO, and friend, T-Day from, <laughs> from Ship for Moms. Hey guys. Hey. Speak up, speak welcome, up, speak welcome. Up. Welcome me, welcome you, honey. Yes, So finally. if you like to tell the peoples who you is, where you bees at, what you do. So my name is T-Day. Mm-hmm. She I, got her phone up. <laughs> her phone voice on. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I am a small business owner. Let me not say small. I am a business entrepreneur. owner. Entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> and a portrait photographer. And I also own a line for moms and moms alike. That just sells merchandise, you know. Wear it on Period. your sleeve, wear it on your chest. And wear it on your bag. Wear it on your bag. <laughs> right? Your hat, your hat. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, welcome, welcome. Um, So let's just get the, the just winging it-ish out the way. Yes. Because we finna wing it right now. Not really, because, you know, we always come with our yeah, research. Yeah, we come anyway. We're not prepared, but we're not prepared. <laughs> let's talk about the things that really... Are really effing the country up in the world right now. Oh, that's how we start off our episodes uh, with the trash, and then we end off trash. on a, hopefully a good note. <laughs> <laughs> trash, mid, and recycle. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. So, Miss Rona is here to stay and to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as we've seen, there has been like the presidential debates and the vice presidential debates, et cetera, et cetera, and it was officially announced to the world that the president that y'all elected. Because I ain't vote for him. Who said that? <laughs> I thought it was the, the, the people. Because it was a no, lot of the, people voted for him. No, the, the people who didn't vote voted for him. Right. Let's, let's, right. let's hold them accountable. Right. You know what? Facts are facts. I like that. <laughs> but um, the current man in, pres- in the office right now, um, he was diagnosed with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, how, how do you feel about the spin and, like, the, the narrative that they're trying to control and, you know, possibly trying to push out this... "Quote unquote alleged vaccine that's you know da 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 da." I'm gonna let Tita go first. <laughs> I mean, for me, like I'm just unsure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's really hard to like decipher what the truth is and like what's a lie. So a part of me kind of feels like, does he really have corona? And then the other part is just kind of like. Is this just a push, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like for the vaccine, um, all that? Don't be afraid. You know, it's like, why shouldn't we be afraid? So mm-hmm. many lives were lost and you guys are still projecting that so many lives are still going to be like, you know, yeah. Gone, lost. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I'm not really sure like how to feel about it mm-hmm. at all. I so mean, what do you, I just have a quick question. No, no, so no. like, you know, you're, you, you. You're human. You go outside and everything like that. And, you know, some of us use the mask as a chin guard, a shin chin guard. Some of us actually use it. Some of us use it as a mouth guard. You know, there's levels to this mask right, wearing right, thing, right? right. right? And um, Eddie and I were actually talking about this. Like, I went to King's Plaza yesterday and I was around the Jewish neighborhoods yesterday as well. And mm-hmm. it was like, mask or no mask. Right. You know, and the people that no were wearing masks weren't the a part of that community. And... Just to be clear, the only reason why she said the Jewish community, we're not trying to say that the Jewish people are spreading the virus. It has just happens to that they that the numbers are spiking in their areas. Thank you for clearing that up because <laughs> I was gonna go like a just go like a wrecking ball. But, but before um, she got at, thank know. you for the PC answer. But no, but like right, you're right. The numbers are increasing and things of that nature. But it also is. Like, because these are the people that I see right here. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in, you know, in the South or Florida where, you know, yeah. the white races, I mean, white races are everywhere, but I'm not in those populate, populated areas with a different, like, race. I'm mostly around black people or Hispanic people. Mm-hmm. But when I do encounter, like, white people or certain communities, right. I do notice a difference. Mm-hmm. And those said communities tend to have higher rates mm-hmm. of coronavirus. And it's like, I don't know that 
Trump, you know, coming out and saying da 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 da, he has it and he's been taken care of and he, he's been cured in three days because just the other day they were burning masks, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like all these like conflicting views and people saying you're taking away my fundamental rights, but it's yeah. like ultimately there is a whole virus out here that till this day no one knows what exactly it is, how to cure it, how to manage it. For everyone's sake, let's be safe and let's wear our masks and. I asked that question. I'm asking a question in regards to like, do you feel uncomfortable when you're around certain areas or certain people because you're like, mm, they don't wear their masks. I know they don't wear their masks. <laughs> I mean, I definitely feel uncomfortable uncomfortable around yeah. anyone that doesn't wear their mask. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we can't make anyone do anything. Correct. But I just try to make sure that I have my mask on, my kids have their mask on, and we just remain like super far away. Social, from, social, social distance. From those people that don't have and, that. And for me, um, <laughs> scratch my head. <laughs> um, I, like, so I think I was saying like, they're the only community. I think the reason why they're reacting where they are reacting is because they don't want anyone to tell them what to do in their community and their, in their race or whatever. And unfortunately, um, what I think, you know, the Hasidic community has to understand is that they're the only community, one of the only communities in New York City that can thrive in their neighborhoods. Mm. We can't. Mm. So we have to travel to different areas to get different foods and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They don't. They have their pharmacies. They have their kosher uh, grocery stores. Um, they have their doctors, doctors at, around the corner. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they have their community. We don't have our communities. Our communities are really, really spread out. And I think it's really unfair um, that that is actually happening. But let's not forget for that it. other people tend to live in their communities. That's what I was saying. Too. And on top of that's what I was going to say next. And on top of that, they live amongst everyone else. Right, right, they right. live in West Indian communities, right. Asian communities, highly Hispanic communities. European. Like my daughter's daycare is literally in the mid, like her daycare closed because it's in the middle of where the numbers are spiking. Granted, she hasn't been to school, <laughs> but it's so many cultures over there. Right. So it's like, it's unfair. And it's, and it's a highly populated of, Older people. Right. Like the average age in that particular area, they said is between 45 and 82. Mm. Yikes. Mm. So I guess until, uh, I can't be politically correct on this part, but until their people start to drop like flies, like the people in the black community and Hispanic community, then maybe there won't be a change until right. that happens. So I mean, listen, we'll see. I have a friend, can't name any names. <laughs> <laughs> but said friend works at said hospital mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was working on said COVID floor mm-hmm. and had mentioned that everyone on the COVID unit were of a certain race, a certain yeah demographic. Yes. <laughs> we're Jewish. Like, huh. let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and for me, that's kind of just like, whoa, like that's is the hospital call. in Brooklyn in the city, Queens, in the city. Okay. In the city. Mm. So I think that that says a lot. You know, yeah. Well, we can try our best to be. Also, in regards to that too, because I saw something that someone that Idiot and I know, like, yeah, we both know exact. Um, and he had posted a post about his ex boyfriend having COVID, which then led to a stroke. Mm. And I was like, okay, let's send this to everybody, like, Mm. because I have a lot of friends. That don't feel the need to skip some events, Mm. and I'm like, bro, sis. Missing an event, I swear to God, it will won't not kill, kill you. you. But Rona will or may. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's right. like, but let's let's play devil's advocate with this, right? You have children, and we 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 have children. You've been in the house. Mm-hmm. You haven't been able to see your friends. You haven't really been no. able to see your friends since March right. and see your friend, friend friends and family since March. And it's a lot. Like yeah. to be home is a lot. So like this little bit of freedom that people are having like mask off. It's like literally mask off. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like, it's, it's, I don't want to say rebellion, but it's like, yo, like we only have one life to live. Let's just do what we got to do and <laughs> yeah. have fun because right, like, right. What, mean, what can we, like what, what we're going to do? Kill ourselves and right. be in the house. We only have one again. life to live, but you want to live a fruitful, exactly. long exactly. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and for the people that like, go to parties and mm-hmm. like don't wear their mask like I feel like it's just a certain level of ignorance yeah mm-hmm. you know like 
I have a lot of like my immediate circle is filled with health professionals. Mm-hmm. So when COVID started, it wasn't like this conspiracy theory for right, me. Because they're was, working. It was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, like it was legitimately like, yo, mm-hmm. this 32 year old died today. Jesus. Doctor. You know, yo, mm-hmm. this 40, 41 year old passed away today. Yo, this 26 year old. Yo, this 16 year old. Mm-hmm. And it wow. was just kind of like what is really happening? Yeah. Like a lot of people that I know, like describe that time as like a war zone, mm-hmm. literally like yeah. so many bodies in the hospital, mm-hmm. nowhere to store them. The morgue is full. The morgue is not coming anymore. I mean, look at Roosevelt Island. That's where right. the, the mass burial right. has been. Right. Burial so it's ground. just kind of like, you know, a lot of people on the outside, you know, that aren't closely knitted to anyone that works in hospitals, they kind of don't understand, you know, like not until someone closer to them Mm -hmm. really like suffers, you know, then they might say, oh, crap, you know, like what's really happening here. But like, I won't personally, I won't lie. Like in the early part of summer, I did attend like one or two events or whatever. We know. First of all, calm. <laughs> Calmate, por favor. Gracias, mommy. But mm-hmm. prior to going to those events, I took a test. Mm-hmm. And then after the last like big event that I went to was like a birthday dinner. After that, I took a test because I had fallen sick. Granted that I knew it was a cold, just like a little, you know, mm-hmm. change of weather, whatever. But everyone around me was just like, you know, you need to go get a test, especially Lydia. And I was like, okay, let me go get it. And I went to go get one. I was like, okay. This could have easily been something that it should have not been. You know what I'm saying? And from that moment, I was like, fun will always be there. Mm -hmm. You know, like just for this moment, momentarily, like just take this quote unquote L, like... (laughs) Living life is not an L. Right. So like right. being but the that, pandemic that we're in is the a pandi- big L. It's a big L everybody. and it affects everyone in every way. But it's like your health is very important. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I just live with my mom, but still like my mom is over 50 and she's had prior health conditions mm-hmm. before. And I don't we don't want to put each other in, in that situation yeah. as well. So I've totally distanced myself from a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally work, record the podcast, go mm-hmm. see my man. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And grocery shopping. And that's it. And, and that's okay with me. Like, mm-hmm. as long as there's internet, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just want other people to understand this too, because especially if you live with family members, you're not, it's not just you. You're affecting other people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, and I get it. The summer's over. Like, y'all can really stop partying for real. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, it's, it's but really it's really, not, really over. It ain't, it's no, it ain't over till People, it's people are really still <laughs> having, like... And while I live in currency, like people are legit still having backyard parties. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yesterday, it never stopped. Yep. It never stopped. I'm it like, yo, wait, stopped. is it not October? Like, it, it never stopped. stopped. It, it never September? stopped. It never but, stopped. Um, but yeah, on, a, on, a, on a lighter note, uh, we have. We- <laughs> That's just a, a PSA for all the people running this street. Wear your mask. Get, go yes. get tested too if you've been out yeah, a lot. Yeah, like it's yeah. everywhere now. Yeah. Like just get tested. It's like rapid too. Like come on. So, and it's free. Word, word everywhere. So T Day. <laughs> yeah. Mom shit. There's a lot of things that go along with being a mom and all that mm-hmm. else bullshit. Whatever like that. <laughs> How is remote learning working for you? Because word on the street. It's, it's a struggle. Oh, it's, it's a struggle. It's definitely and a parents struggle. Parents are going to No, yeah, people I definitely, are frustrated. I definitely think that um, they need to send parents a check for sure. But mm. certain parents maybe because I, I sit in on my kids' remote learning mm-hmm. and like some parents are – you can tell the parents that are involved and the parents that aren't involved. Mm-hmm. And granted, they may be at work, you know? Yeah. But like some kids – would not have signed into like certain platforms the whole week, you know? And it's just mm. kind of like me, I'm scrambling. Like, what's the password? I literally have a paper from top to bottom of all the logins, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the passwords, mm-hmm. you know, trying to keep track of everything because it's like seven different platforms. So can you using. like walk us through from like the start of the day? Like what time are you starting till what time do you finish? Like what goes in between? All right. So um, nine o'clock. Okay. They're starting later. They have no choice. Who wants to wake up for seven thirty to be <laughs> logging on for so, class? And right. Like, right. No one me ask a question yet. <laughs> I wouldn't. Right. No. I mean, but no, I, did, I thought kids was up at like seven thirty. Like I mean, going to school. My kids wake up at five forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning, but like school doesn't officially start till nine o'clock. Okay. Nine o'clock. They log in. They have like a Zoom session that lasts. Is it like home run? Is it homeroom? Was that home, yeah, home room? Yeah, home room. Kind yeah, yeah. of, sort of, okay. but they they do everything there. Like they have their morning meetings. They you know math reading, whatever, whatever. So nine o'clock to like I want to say eleven thirty. Damn. 
Mm-hmm. They're on Zoom. Then my son gets an hour break. Amira also gets an hour break, but Khalid gets an hour break from 11.30 to 12.20, so not even a full hour. Mm-hmm. And then from 12.20 to 2.30. It's constant. R- yes. Like, okay. just, they're, they're going from reading. They're going to writing. Mm-hmm. They're going to math. You know, they're doing science. Like, interdisciplinary. Like, they're doing mm-hmm. everything. I live, heard of that. Live, <laughs> live instruction, <laughs> like... So is there a physical education in that too? There is. So they, and is that like every other day? Like what's the schedule so, with that? So um, I think it's every other day for mm-hmm. the most part. They do music and then they do physical education. Okay. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you know, we're in the house. There's not really that much space, but right. you know, they make it work. Mm-hmm. So how do you cope dealing with being a teacher? You're a full-time teacher. Like I don't cope. I mm-hmm. just hide in the bathroom and, <laughs> you know. Until so they call you no. and they need help. <laughs> No, but seriously, yeah. like I at first it was super overwhelming because mm-hmm. I was trying to do everything. Like staying on top of the schedule is one thing. But then I mean I have two, so it's kinda like mm-hmm. I'm going back. I have to put them in two oh, yeah, separate rooms. True. And then I'm I'm with one child and I'm like, Hey, are you listening to the other child? The other child date like dozed off, you know? <laughs> like so it's just kinda like Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kinda like in the beginning it was so overwhelming, but now I'm just kinda like, you know what? I can only do what I can do. So I'm going to let them mm-hmm. go through Zoom on their own. Mm-hmm. And then homework, you know, like everything after, mm-hmm. I will like be heavily involved in. Because I was, if I was, you know, well, if they were in school, I wouldn't be there. Right. And, so, and like I was going to ask you just now. So like when they're in school, they have what? Math, science, English, gym, home, whatever. So like let's say an average of five teachers, right? right? Mm-hmm. So like you're... You're filling the shoes of five other people, right. basically. You're trying to make them stay, pay attention, stay focused, stay on task, mm-hmm. like be attentive, participate, all those things. Yeah. And it's like, do you have a greater appreciation for the teachers? <laughs> I absolutely do. I've always had a, like, I'm that mom <clears throat> that will go to dough and buy like okay. three dozen donuts and yeah, say, here y'all, <laughs> you know, we appreciate <laughs> you. I know right. these kids is crazy, right. but um, yeah, like it's super, super, it's super difficult. Like yeah. the only thing for me though, is that I'm pretty sure the teachers, you know, it's overwhelming for, for parents mm-hmm. because we're dealing with our child head on, mm-hmm. but teachers just have more of a general, you know, mm-hmm. like hands-on experience like mm-hmm. with the child. Like they don't mm-hmm. have like an individualized, you know, like, okay, well, oh, so you have to focus on this or they're teaching everyone all together. Right. But so, like, so for example, like in a class, because they're obviously like in my, my preschool. Elementary. Elementary, elementary yeah. <laughs> Give me some time, y'all. <laughs> um, So like, do they, because te- in elementary, I didn't go to elementary school here. I went to elementary school in Nigeria. So like, do they, and there's no such thing as like special education. So, <laughs> so right, they kids, can have autism and they'll be literally or dyslexia or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. So like, are there special needs classes separate from like, you know, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. My, My son- cousin's a special education teacher and mm-hmm. I know for her school it's separate. Mm-hmm. It has to be separate now. Before they used to emerge them, but she was just like, with this? I I, I really can't. think it has to do on the level of dependency. Mm-hmm. Like, I think some kids, um, you know, they can kind of function in, like, a large group setting. Mm-hmm. Kalik actually has speech therapy. Mm-hmm. So, like, super functional, but he'll do, like, speech therapy 8.30 in the morning to 9, you okay. know, like, prior to signing on to his Zoom classes. Okay. But I think the kids that need more one-on-one assistance... Most likely, they're probably separated from the. Because I'm just trying to like visualize like what that would look like for. Yeah. And then if you're a parent at home, like. It's rough. Yeah. You know, like this is this is really a time to be alive. You know, and joke. It is not, and then on top of it, it's like everything is you know. Digital, so it's like Mm -hmm. Kalik and Amira. They can't type. Right. right. So they're gonna learn but, today. But it's like at first You're it was still like, trying to perfect the handwriting. Yeah. yeah. So it's like at first it was like, okay, I'm gonna you know, I was like, I'll type it for them. So it's like while I'm typing their work, I, I'm conflicted because it's like, do I type it with all the mistakes? Or should I fix it as I go? But then if I fix it as I go, is it my work or is it their right, work? Yeah. So then it turned into this like, oh, well, the kids have to learn how to type because when they get older, gonna, it's expected. Right. So now I have like Kalik, we're doing homework that should take 30 minutes. It's taking us two hours because wow. he's literally looking for each letter one right, by one. Yeah. By the time he finishes typing one word, he forgot his thought, you mm. know? And then we have to like double back and mm. figure everything out all over again. Yeah. So it's super challenging. So wow. not... Nah, I understand it's challenging with that, but how do you do that and then still manage your business? 
I mean, or just live. Like what? Like how do? You, what? Like self care? What does self care like, look like? Yeah, for you, with for everything. Because right you got to fulfill orders. You got to make them lunch, dinner, breakfast. Go to Bathe, post do office, homework. do all types of stuff. How <laughs> yeah. do you? So like for me now, I try to do it after they sign off mm-hmm. of school. So there's like a little window. Like after mm-hmm. school is over at two thirty. Um, I usually wait till like around six before we pick back up with like homework mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'll kind of use that window to try and get things done. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, if not, though, like I get it done while they're in school. Like I said, like I'm not in school with you when you are in school. Right. So I'm just going to have to leave that up to you to figure it out. Mm-hmm. If you want to sit there and you want to like doze off or space out and your teacher calls on you and you don't know what's going on that's on you. Hopefully that propels you to kind of like focus and right. do better. So Because like, you know, when you reach like middle school, you kind of get that like slight independence yeah. and you kind of yeah. do your own thing. Yeah. So like being that they are younger, there is a little bit more attention that needs to be like given mm-hmm. to them. And I mean, again, I just couldn't even imagine like what that looks like right now. Yeah. So my question to you is, what do you think that, you know, the government or like schools in general need to just like in, in, in helping with parents and like them trying to figure things out, like what things or resources do you think that they should provide or offer? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I said, I like we just got our our um, EBT card. They mm-hmm. gave like all the kids waiting. <laughs> even they gave all the kids EBT cards really? for yeah for doing remote learning. Who want to have a bit? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, because we got like four hundred and twenty dollars per child Ooh, from from March till June. Hey, Tina, you want to go to China? <laughs> Yeah. So like that was good. Like what? it kind of made it a little bit worth so it. That's a lovely incentive. Yeah. Like yeah. I do feel like parents should definitely get, you know, a stipend of mm. some sort, you know? Snacks like are expensive. Yeah, super yeah, expensive. Because when they're true. home, when you're home, like today Amira was like, Oh, you know, you ever are you ever just not hungry, but you just feel like chewing? And I'm just like <laughs> I go yes, snacking. Girl. <laughs> All the time. I know and that like, feeling. That's pretty much it. Like breakfast mm-hmm. is done. Kalik's like, you know, what's for snack? Oh, snack <laughs> is done. You know, what's for second snack? Oh, second snack is done. What's for what lunch? What are we drinking? Yeah. Like, you know, they're they're literally eating crazy. But besides that, like a stipend for parents would be cool. Mm-hmm. But what I found helpful for, for us also is we recently got a tutor. Okay. Yeah. And like Kalik just got a, a writing tutor. And mm-hmm. that kind of like... A little bit less intense, but still super productive. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like helping us a lot. Yeah, yeah, taking some load off of me yelling at him and getting frustrated because, you know, African people cannot be teachers like yeah unless it's math or science no even when it's math or science it just doesn't go together it doesn't go together driving writing reading oh anything Anything, right so like yeah maybe like just tutoring you know like one-on-one for kids that really need the extra support Mm -hmm. so let's talk about shit for moms like what inspired the creation launch so, shit for mom. So, I actually had... So, mom shit is not, like, a new thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a movement that's been around for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, though, like, I had kids at a time where a lot of my friends were super single mm-hmm. and super, like, just living their lives. If you don't mind me asking, like, what age did you have kids or get married or whatever? So, I had um, Kalik at 25. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, how old I am right now. Okay. Yeah. And I had a, <laughs> a mirror at um, 26. Okay. I probably got married um, at 27, mm-hmm. I want to say. But, um, yeah, we, like... Ish and I had kids before a lot of our friends had kids. Right. And then not on, not only that, like we had Kalik in December of 2012 and okay. I gave birth to Amira in November of 2013. Woo! So, yeah. Irish twins! Yeah. So like <laughs> legitimate Irish twins, which is kind of like not the norm for a lot of- For young, our, for young, young yeah, black people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like not the norm for us. So for me, it was super, super, super challenging like mm-hmm. to be one of-, of one, you know, (laughs) one of none, none, you know, and like just have to like transition into my role as, as a mom. And Mm -hmm. for a really long time, like I struggled, you know, like just with being a mom and just with my identity and like all these things until I finally figured it out, you know, like, and figuring it out for me was just like, I finally felt like I had a stronghold on like, my kids and my life kind of surrounding my children, like Mm -hmm. as far as like they were concerned. And 
I was just really proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I was really, really proud of myself. And I just, I wanted to wear it on my sleeve. Like mm-hmm. I wanted everyone to know more especially because it's easy to to kind of tell that a mom is a mom when she's with her kids, right? Mm-hmm. But like the brand kind of came from like, well, I want people to know I'm a mom even when I'm not with my kids, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I literally just, you know, had an idea to like, you know, make mom merch, but not like the cheesy mom merch that mm-hmm. you see. No shade, no, no shade, shade, no shade. But like, you know, like something. It's <laughs> a different market for everybody. Absolutely. And, and, and by that's cheesy, that on that. And this, like, this is just my favorite one. That's yeah. And by cheesy, you know, yeah. I just mean like the super trendy, Trendy-ed you know, like, yeah, yeah, like the loud, the, I mean, naturally, like I've always been super minimal, mm. you know, like not loud. I barely wear accessories for the most part. Um, um, mm. I just wanted something that was sleek, that was smooth, that yeah. was everyday, but more importantly, something that was timeless. Like mm. I wanted, I want people to be able to pick up their merch years from now and still feel like it fits, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where mom, mom shit, shit for moms, you know, came in. Yeah. And listen, people, um, I've overworn it. You know, I've, Listen. I've gotten word from the, from the in-laws that I need to chill. <laughs> but with that being said, that just shows how comfortable I am in my items. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm like it's like the first thing I look for because it's so comfortable. Like, right. I could look cute. I could wear makeup. My face be eyebrows on and like still. You and know, it's what functional mean? too. It's yeah. functional. Like, yeah. and and. As we walked into the studio today, mm-hmm. um, T-Day just launched a new colorway, which is the red um, shit for mom's bag, tote bag. And I'm like, can we get some auntie stuff? <laughs> but another thing, too, that I've, I'm learning to understand is that, like, sometimes not everything is meant for you, but that doesn't mean that you can't purchase it. Mm-hmm. Right? Being that I'm not a mom, I can still buy the tote bag. Absolutely. I might flip it around, you know. It's and still be- say it on the other side, though. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to flip it around, upside down, do what I got to mm-hmm. do, grocery shopping, Trader Joe's, supermarket, like, functionality. And these are, yeah. and you mentioned, like, people being able to pick it up years from now, like, sustainability, yeah. things like that. And, like, to me, that's amazing. And embracing your, your not only your womanhood, but your, like, your motherhood mm-hmm. is, like, something that I don't, I don't think we see amongst young black mothers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you you read all these mommy blog blogs, and you know, majority of them are like not black, and they're like, "This is your life. This right. is this mm-hmm. is an achievement for them. This is everything and more." And I feel like from my from my perception, as far as like black motherhood is concerned, it's like we ain't got that luxury. I don't want to say we don't have that luxury, but sometimes I just, I think people just, I think some people just see it as just like another task Mm. rather than just being like, this is something that I stand firmly in and this is something that I embrace and I enjoy doing it despite its challenges and obstacles, but it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And like living this life every single day and watching my children grow up and be interactive, be in their lives. Like that, that's dope. And like birthing a brand out of that and embracing your motherhood and like, not only just with your kids, but like as a person too. Like it's a part of you. It's yeah. not you, but right. it's a part of you, you know? Right. And but when I say luxury though, mm-hmm. I mean like, you know, in other communities, like, you know, white women, like they can fully embrace being a mom Absolutely. because of because they have community. Mm-hmm. We gotta go back to work at six weeks. Absolutely. And like it takes away. It, it takes, takes away, away from, from the the mothering experience. Exactly. Like, so for, you don't know your kids. Absolutely. Like a lot of times you don't really fully know your children. Mm-hmm. So like for me, like mom shit for me sits very well with me because one, like I'm I'm very immersed in my kids' life, and you know I, I stayed home with my daughter for two years. I still stay home, <laughs> um, and. It's my life, but it's not my life. I've found my identity outside of her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, I don't want to say I wear her on my head, but <laughs> she's there. You like, people know that You have her, no right. choice. You have no choice. Right. But she will sit on your head regardless. Yeah, yeah which mom? I have, exactly. no, cho- I have exactly. no choice, but, like, it still, it, it still shows that, okay, yes, I'm a mom, but I still do other shit outside of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I right. still have my friends who aren't moms, and I have moms that I could talk to about other stuff besides right. kids. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's my, my take on it. Yeah. So, how was your reception with, like, when you started the brand, like, from friends and family, especially, like, it has, like, a Support. vulgar word on it, yeah. you know? I mean, it's super um But it doesn't really, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, my kids think that, well, not anymore, but they used to say that, oh, it says mom shirt you know oh, and it was just kind of like okay. yeah, yeah yeah it says yeah, mom shirt sure, you know <laughs> but um honestly like when I created the brand 
I created it for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't create it for anyone else. Mm-hmm. It was, again, I'm super minimal. So I'm the kind of person to buy a pair of jeans, you know, and wear it till it dies. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like, what could I make, you know, with myself in mind? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really important when having a brand or having a business because when you are in love with your creation, mm-hmm. people not receiving it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Doesn't matter. It's like, oh, you don't like it? Oh my God, but I love right. it. And there's somebody else that <laughs> will you. love right. it. Yeah. So it yeah. was like when yeah. I when I released it, it was amazing because people really identified with it. Mm. Like I I found a really amazing um graphic designer, mm-hmm. you know, just by randomly closing my eyes, who really made my vision come to life. Mm-hmm. Like I sketched out exactly what I wanted, mm-hmm. but the font, the placement, everything, like she really brought it to life for me. Mm-hmm. And People really identify with the logo, yeah. you know. Yes. Like it's, it's, I think it's super cool. Yeah. Like it's dope. It like it makes you want to lean in a little bit and yeah. be like, "What exactly? Is yeah, it? oh, that's clever. I yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think that's so dope because when you think about business strategy and and thinking about like why the story, you know, everyone has a brand story. Your your why, you yeah. know, and it's yeah. like most of the time people don't put themselves in the why it's mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. i did it for so and so for people that look like me people that i you know that have such that said issues and this is my solution to that issue yeah. mm-hmm. and but when you put yourself in that box of like the why it makes your passion a little bit more like deeper and, and stronger personal, yeah. and personal so exactly. personal and it was like for me like when i ordered my first you know um when i placed my first order mm-hmm. Listen, if it did not sell, I was going to be so comfortable wearing every one of those 50 (laughs) t-shirts that I ordered. Like, I'd wear one to the store, and Mm -hmm. then I'd wear one out with my friends, you know? Like, I was just... One to sleep. Yeah, like, I was super okay with it. Super okay with it. But luckily, like, I've... So far, I've had such a great response. I think moms identify. And I think that, you know, my brand is just so separate from Mm -hmm. everything else that's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And people really, like, lean into that. Yeah. So what about like, so we we talk about this often in, in regards to support mm-hmm. and that's like a big topic on social media as well. Yes. And, oh, you know, you got to support your friends. You got to support your friends. Or if you don't support your friends, except whatever people want to say, right? Yeah. To you, what does support look like? Mm. What does support look like in regards to my brand? Shit for moms. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's tough. Mm. There's such a a large range of mm-hmm. support, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just shout Idia out though, because Idia has yeah, been like Idia is the plug. No, like, she like really, I don't know why she's not a mom be, blogger. I just, knowing, I just be knowing people. Listen, like you know, no, because it's really important. Like sometimes, like I'm a, like I'm a creative, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes I am not like. I'm not very public with my creativity. Mm -hmm. Like I'll do something behind closed doors and I'll fall in love with it behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. But when it comes time to sell it to the general population, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, I'm so shy. You know, Mm -hmm. like I don't want to, I don't want to do this. But you know, like Idia has really been a voice, you know, Mm -hmm. like for my brand naturally, you know? (laughs) And it's like, I really love it. You love it. Right. And it's like, I really support and appreciate and you know like I'm super thankful yeah like I'm I'm super thankful for that but there is a large range of support so like for me support for some people may look like you know buying merch for one of their mom friends you know or it may I've done that yeah (laughs) Yeah. or it may mean like reposting something Mm -hmm. that I posted or it may mean like hey you know what are you working on you know Mm -hmm. like I think this looks really good like Mm -hmm. I'm really really proud of you you know what I mean so it's just kind of like it looks very different from yeah. person to person. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say like what I think, you know, it should look like. I feel like it changes. Like the narrative like three years ago was like, oh, if my friends don't buy my stuff, yeah. like they don't support me. Yeah. But like now it's like when you see your friends with businesses and like even if even if a person's brand doesn't like a friend's brand doesn't fit your lifestyle, like it doesn't it doesn't cost to repost. Right. right. Or tell somebody like literally it, we you know? reposting can maybe it might fit it might not fit you, but it may fit 25 of your other followers yeah. but you know you know what's crazy like I read something a couple of years ago and you know it said something about not looking to your friends and your family for support sure. because you know they are not your audience Facts. so it's like for me like let me tell you something like Shumbo! listen hey. <laughs> it's true no seriously because to be honest with you Woo! it's like sometimes sometimes we release things and we release it to our friends and our family first yeah. and we don't get the feedback that we are we are hoping or that we expect yeah. 
And it kind of like runs us into the ground. We're mm-hmm. kind of like second guessing ourselves mm-hmm. and we're like, oh my God, well maybe I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's not for them. Right. Like I've released my my right. merch into the world and strangers. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I, I, and it's beautiful because yes. it's like, I don't know these How people from, from nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. And it's like, they will just say, oh my God, I absolute, when are you? Just let me. And it's just yes. kind of like, yo, I don't know you, but thank you. Thank you. You know, but yes. it's, it's special because I know that they feel what I feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like audience. Audience yeah. is everything. Yeah. And and um, because Eddie and I were talking about this like a couple of days ago, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, say it. <laughs> you can say it. No, I don't want to say it because I don't know if you're ready to say it. You can say it. What? Oh, you can say it. I can, you can I, say it. You're fine. It's fine. So some things are in the works, <laughs> and <laughs> and like I got super excited, and I was like, "What's your target audience? Like, are you gonna work with this people? These people? Blah blah blah." And it's like. In regards to support, I I totally, 100% wholeheartedly agree with you in regards to, like, when you start a business, your friends or your family may not support you. And Mm -hmm. that's a harsh Mm -hmm. reality as an entrepreneur you have to come to realization to. Because, like, when I started Didara, I was like, I got a thousand XXS followers. Oh, I'm going to have at least 500 people following me. Huh. (laughs) Reality (laughs) opened my eyes. Absolutely. What? I was like, like... Till this day, I've had people that I've known for X, X amount of years that have never purchased, but they share my stuff. They talk about my stuff. I'll, ha- I'll be at like an event and be like, oh, you're the one with the body butters. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, yeah. How did you get here? And it's right. like, oh, my friend told me. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. But if you op- if you start a business or if you want to become an entrepreneur just solely that your friends and family would just support you, you will be hit absolutely so yeah. harshly by reality. Absolutely. It will it will sh- it will shock you. Yeah, like seriously, and it's unfortunate. But I think that when you do have friends and family that supports you, it, it is that extra push for yeah. you because yeah. it's like someone that I know that knows me for who I am really fucks with me in this way. I also like you know I've been in therapy for a su- like such a long time, and yes, this we're actually pro therapy yeah here. like hey. this actually came up in one of my sessions uh, like a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and my therapist believes that it's okay to tell people how to support you. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes people just don't know how to support you. Mm -hmm. So it's okay for me to say, hey, Idia, you know, would it be okay if you just reposted this for me? Mm -hmm. I'm doing a giveaway and I'm trying to get it to as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. Now, if Idia says no, you know, then it kind of like shifts. Yeah, yeah, it shifts it into a different gear. But Mm -hmm. most times people don't really know how they can support us. Just like you said, like I have a mom merch line. Some people feel like, oh my God, I'm not a mom. So it's not my focus. So I can't support you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but that I, doesn't mean that you can't tell your fellow mom. But or you not, can't but buy not, your friend who's a mom absolute, a gift card. Absolute, you know what I'm you're saying? You're absolutely like, right, Osa. But everyone's brain is not forward, forward thinking yeah. that way. You know, like That's I may true. think, oh, you know what? I don't have a dog, but you know, my brother has a dog. Right. Some people, it's just like, they're very self-serving. It doesn't yeah. affect mm-hmm. me. It's not my focus. So mm-hmm. that's where it ends. But then again, it like it kind of full circles around the conversation of like girl power sisterhood, sisterhood. you know because a lot of us well a lot of people like to scream yes sis go all the bitches be lying they do be lying and then in reality it's yeah. like Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and and that is the part that is very mind-boggling for me because I understand that social media is like a facade, it's a highlight reel, etc. And it's the good times I'm and gonna, the best times. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna debunk that for you. Let me know. So um, <laughs> except for Facebook, that's a whole other demon. <laughs> no, but look, <laughs> that's 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 therapy one on one. I don't want no parts of Listen, I, I cannot remember what I was listening to, mm-hmm. but Someone was praying, I think. And one of the prayer points was, may your success never offend anyone. Um, yeah, cannot pray that prayer. No. It will li- offend listen, you. No, that's what I, but that's what I'm saying. So, that, so you see how you say I that, oh, it will offend you, right? It so, really so, offends so, people. If so you're my enemy, you will no, offend you, but I beg. You, that's the thing, though. If You're right. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing. You, your enemy could be offended, yeah. but also someone really close to you could be offended. Yeah. Not because they don't want to see you excel, but sometimes another person's success reminds you of your lack of success. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's just kind of like, oh. You can oh, do two things. It's right. push you or, or make pu- you feel. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like some people. I guess because I don't think like that. That's why I'm just so disconnected to them. I, I get never it. Know. I get I'm it. You know. <laughs> but you know, also, oh, sorry, I'm gonna let you finish. Your no, point. I mean that, that's pretty much just it. Like some people, it's not that 
you know, it's it's not a sisterhood moment. It's mm-hmm. just that, oh, Osa winning right now is reminding me so much of how much work I have to do yeah. or how far behind I think I am. So I think it takes a very special person to be able to celebrate, you know, like yeah. another person while still working on their mm-hmm. own, you know? Well, again, that's what I want to say. Like, I guess I'm not, I don't subscribe to that mind frame, like that thought of frame. Like, what am I saying? My- Jesus, English. Mindset. <laughs> Mindset, thank you. <laughs> because like when I see someone excel, excel, I'm like, God, I tap into whatever mm, that is. You know mm, what I'm saying? Like if something is, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. whether it's you bought a house, you you got a new job, you finished a course, like you you lost weight. Like, yeah. hey, I definitely want to tap into that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but I guess because I'm not wired like that. And I you're don't. Not, you're not conditioned that way. You're not. And it's like a lot of who we are has to do with how we've been conditioned. Yeah. So growing up, it's like, you know, maybe you were in a family that is just kind of like blessings all around. You know, mm-hmm. you see blessing and you tap into that blessing. Yeah. Whereas other people, maybe they have insecurities as yeah. far and as. And we all do. You yeah. know? And I'm, I'm not like the perfect person. But, but everyone's insecurities exactly. manifest differently. Right. right? So it's and, like, and I always have to remember that. And I, I always say this too, like everyone is different, you right. know. But when you have conversations and things come into realize, realization and you're like, but like how? Like mm-hmm. what, what went wrong, you know? Yeah. And. It's more so painful for me to see people go through that because mm. it's like, I don't want you to feel that way because you don't know what's coming for you. Right. You know, like you don't know. But that's, what, but that's and that's another thing, too. Done. It is. But yeah. it's like you don't know what journey someone took Thank to get you. here. Like Thank there's a you. brand that I love this brand. It's called Glamaholic Lifestyle mm. by Mia Ray. She has bags, basically like yeah, bags, travel stuff. And she's been in this business for 10 years. She like I don't want to say she just started because I've known about her since like 2014, 2015. You. Yeah, we it. exactly. But she's been I think this year is going to be her 10th year anniversary. Like to her, like she always says, like, I just started making money like two, mm. three years ago. Mm. A 10 year journey, yeah. you know, and it's like people see the now. They don't Absolutely. know the story. They Absolutely. don't know the reason why and how. Absolutely. And it's like if you put if you understand what people like the saying is. All that glitters is not gold. Absolutely. You and, know? You can't, and you also can't yeah. just want the positive side of someone's life mm. and not the negative side right. as well. So it's just kind of like, you can't say, oh, idiot's driving a Tesla. You know, I, I tap into Amen. it. Amen. That, that's not fair. I want that. But it's like, you don't know idiot's journey. You right. don't know what she's been through. Yeah. You know, like you don't know her struggles. That's you don't know true. her pain. Mm-hmm. Everyone's walk of life is so different, so different. and so unique. Yeah. And it's just kind of like... You just got to go on your own on path. On your own path. You know? Yeah. And, and like, in regards to, like, <laughs> bringing it back to Nigerian parents. Because, <laughs> like, as I was growing up, I got compared to my cousin a lot. Mm-hmm. Who was, like, on this track of, like, quote-unquote success, you mm-hmm. know? And when I was, especially as, like, a teen, like, early adult, whatever, it was, it definitely affected me. Because I'm like, damn, like, why am I not good enough? Why mm-hmm. isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? Because I wanted to sort of emulate that said cousin right but then you look back and you're like their path wasn't so narrow yeah it wasn't easy <laughs> it yeah. wasn't easy too you right. know and we only again we only see the glory we don't know the story right no but for real we don't know the story and, and it's like when you listen to other people's journeys and you're like wow yeah i would have never thought absolutely and, that's why it's and, always good to ask questions mm-hmm. because people like to like you said like they they have this perception of that's Instagram perfection of what they see yeah. online and they don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But mm-hmm. honestly, even when you act stories, like let's keep it a hundred, not everyone is gonna, you know have a struggle story. Not no, not even or be honest. Struggle, but be honest <laughs> about you know, yeah. about their struggle. Yeah. Like not everyone like I have friends that are like, Oh my god, you're so lucky, like you have two back to back, and I'm just like, listen, hmm, you don't know while you. y'all were out there having fun, living life, you know, building careers, hmm. I was home, hmm. you know, like screaming at the wall. You know, in the bathroom because this was like the 15th diaper that I've Mm. changed today. You know, like everyone is not going to be fully transparent in what their struggles are. You can meet someone on the ladder of success and they'll paint a completely different narrative for you. And that's why also like (laughs) I think about um, these panels and stuff. 
Because um, I used to go to a lot the, of panels. The woman empowerment panel? Like, when I was in college, I went to a lot of panels. Like, I was like, oh, this woman is successful. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And they want to give you the blueprint. Everything is They like want to give you the blueprint. Smooth. So, like, nothing. nothing you never got wrong. fired. Yeah. You never got a yeah. pink slip. Again. Nobody reprimanded you. Like... Nope. That's why I'm not really, like, honestly, I'm not really keen on those type of events because Mm -hmm. I just feel like a lot of them are not honest. And not only that, but how are you helping me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because when you go, me, it, like, sounds like, it sounds like you're I, just like trying to just, they're just you want telling the their story. Yeah. Like the, yes, I, I've, I've gone to like meet you. a lot of them after. Yeah. Hey, like, I would like to intern. I would like to. Here's an invoice. No, they'll be like, oh, you can email this mm-hmm. email. And you then email, respond, you get an right? assistant and then yeah. mute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so and it's, it's like, like how, are you really trying to help? Yeah. No. Like, what is the focus of these yeah. women empowerment brunch meetings? You know, like, I don't want to hear you. I could Google your story. Fact. You know what I mean? Like, That's if you're telling the story. Right. Thank you. That's if you're telling the full story. But what what, and how am I going to benefit, you know, like from yeah. a tent? Like, am I extending my network or not? Mm-hmm. Am I just watching a live, you know, recording you of yourself. you telling me about yourself? Yeah, right. so I can just, do it out. Right. So I'm not sure. But yeah. But so let's talk back about shit for mom. So. Okay. USPS. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, let me ask. Who's your shipping provider, if you don't mind? USPS. Okay. <laughs> so, USPS has been a mess, mm-hmm. you know, with the administration and all that stuff. And um, I see, like, smaller scale brands. I see, like, really big scale brands, even down to, like, the Forever 21s and stuff. Like, there will be a shipping delay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, because I also see the whole dynamic or the story of black-owned business don't do this, they don't do that, blah, 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 blah. So as an as an a business as a business owner, like how do you go about like customer service? Like when you have shipped it on time and it hasn't gotten to them and all hell has broken loose. Mm. So um knock on wood, because this look like real wood <laughs> right now. But I really haven't had any customer service issues mm-hmm. as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um I, I probably had like one. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I think USPS has said that they delivered it, but they actually didn't. And it came like two days later. And it was just kind of like, okay, well, here's your tracking number. I actually did ship it. Right. You might have to reach out to USPS right now. But besides that, like I really haven't dealt with any, yeah, discrepancies as far as So what do you think about the whole conversation in regards to like black owned businesses as a whole? I mean, it's hard for us. Mm -hmm. It's so hard for us because again, we've been conditioned to- Yeah, like we we have, like there's a target everywhere. You know mm. what I mean? So it's like we've been conditioned to to have access to these brands that are already established. Right. That we don't know how to have a proper relationship with a smaller business. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have misconceptions about. Oh well, you know, I ordered this two days ago, and it's <laughs> like it not here. Right? It's Sorry, like, I'm not Amazon. Right? Thanks. Thank you. I'm not Amazon. <laughs> I'm like one person. I'm not Target. I'm not Walmart. And you know, we've been conditioned to feel like. It's a hassle to have to deal with a smaller business because yeah. of the little mishaps or because yeah. how long it takes, you yeah. know? Like it's always the narrative like this is why I don't sell uh, this is why I don't support black businesses right. because of this or right. because of that. It's like an excuse to support black businesses and yeah. I hate that shit. I hate it also. Yeah. I completely yeah. dislike it. But I also feel like it's not our fault for the mm-hmm. most part. Like mm-hmm. we got to do better, but like it's also not. <laughs> but what does that accountability? mean? Because like I don't think that I've encountered like a like a lot of bad black owned businesses. Yeah, I, I, Besides, I okay, Listen, when it comes I, to food, okay, then we need you know the Jamaican spot. You know, if the lady <laughs> don't have an attitude, difference. I don't want to eat <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, you know. But if it's like a, a I mean, sit coming, down coming from a coming from a, a retail background like mm-hmm. me, like I come from luxury retail cosmetics and stuff like that i i kind of know how to deal with every single customer so like there's already a blueprint on how to right. deal with and i'm glad you said that because sorry to cut you no, off no. but like i think it's really important to understand that these larger scale businesses they have i went to a um a lunch and learn one time mm-hmm. and the the theme was do your best and outsource the rest right mm-hmm. but it's like when you're a small business owner you like I'm designing, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing paperwork, I'm doing customer service, marketing. I'm doing, yeah, like I'm doing branding and marketing. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, I have no experience. I just had a design. I just had an idea, <laughs> you know, like, like I didn't know I had to do all these other mm-hmm. things. So 
if I'm not well-versed in customer service, like Idia was, because she happened to go to, you know, like have a history in retail, Mm -hmm. I may not necessarily know the proper way to interact with a customer, you know? And I think that that is where a lot of black business owners fail. Like we have not taken customer service courses. They're hiring, sorry, Black businesses stop hiring your family. I get it. You want to keep it in the family. Yeah. Sometimes like, you do have to hire the girl who worked at Chick Fil A because she knows how to deal with my everything. pleasure. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're having Absolutely. a bad day. Let me make it better for you. Oh, okay. You Absolutely. Pour the coffee in my shoe. It's fine. It's fine. Have yeah. a good day. Have yeah. a good day. Yeah. And I think it's just lack of, of knowledge, lack yeah. of experience. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know how important it is for you to respond in a timely fashion mm-hmm. because we're doing a million other things. Right. So you it's forget. like, yeah, You're by human. the time we get yeah. back to it, it's like, oh, it took you three days. Hello. I sent you a message <laughs> two caps. days ago. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, Ooh, I'm literally running two businesses and raising two children right. <laughs> and trying, like, not to crash. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but, like, I get it also. Like, they, we're so spoiled like yeah, we are Amazon yeah. sends me something I don't get it they send like me, the they same send me something else yeah. <laughs> like gift right yeah. so it's like yeah. we're so spoiled in our relationship with yeah. like consumerism yeah. so that's first why, world problems yeah honestly. that's why I said that you know I, I get it like mm-hmm. we gotta do better but it's really also not our fault okay yeah. that's why I, that's why sometimes when I go to like these black businesses and, and they lack in something I'm just I'll be, I'll be let me breathe let me hold my breath alright I understand I feel so you so do like, you I feel understand. like it's necessary for you to offer a comment you know, maybe after the maybe after the fact, like you know, no, not, not right then and there. Like, oh, let's oh. Say you get, like let's say you. I wouldn't food. do it on Yelp. I wouldn't. Do no, no, no. It. To the person, like I would like to sp- like. Nah, it depends. No. It depends on who. You, again, it depends on who you're dealing with. If I'm not well versed in customer service, your comment will fall on deaf ears. Yeah. Do you understand? Oh, okay. So it's just kind of like, like falls it really back yeah. yeah, it still yeah, falls yeah, back yeah, on the yeah. owner. So it's like nothing really will change because you're asking me to change who I am to mm, you know mm, to accommodate and, you. And it's just kind of like that's why they hire people for specific categories. Yeah, you know for for certain companies right, because true. they Someone are experts in their field. Yes, that's why that's why I ask because like I'll I'll be writing something. I'm like, oh, let me send it to you, and you know you could look over it because sometimes like when I write, it sounds like I'm yelling. Yeah, this is why they have people who do these. Things Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like I, yeah. I get it. It's yeah. not easy for us either. A lot of y'all hairstyles need to do that because it's, it's getting out of hand yeah. on Instagram. But, but yeah. my thing mm-hmm. is like if if you if your business is a service based business, especially, mm-hmm. and you you do face to face interactions, people to people, like why would Take your feelings out of it, you know, because ultimately these people are paying your bills. Yeah, but that's yeah, but hard. They can't. It's hard, but it's like some people just because you didn't, you, just you didn't because, go to no, beauty school to pre- do makeup or hair or model. They don't teach on, you how to be a business owner at beauty school. They teach you how to pass the boards. Like they you don't see? teach you that. Like not every just because you can <laughs> provide a service doesn't mean you know how to communicate. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, know you can do a bomb ass weave and still be like, oh, listen, Absolutely. I've gotten my hair done by some bomb ass <laughs> people, but they have been. Disgusting at customer service, Listen, but I leave out there looking like a bad bitch. Right, you know what I mean. But it's like it doesn't make me want to come back. It, do- it doesn't make me want to come back to you mm. because you treated me like crap. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like nah, but that's on them. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I guess I again I'm a different person. Like again, coming from like retail background as well. So I've gotten the scale, the roller coaster of different type of customers. Yeah, and having to de-escalate certain situations mm-hmm. and doing it in a do professional a manner, so you don't get fired. Right. You know right. and Bringing that into like Didara for me, it's like I try my best to respond to an email within 24 hours, right. a DM within 24 hours. I try to be as interactive as possible because like that's all I got. You right. know what I'm saying? You know, like and I want the word of mouth to keep spreading and spreading mm-hmm. because when I get those positive reviews, whether it be via emails or like you text my business phone number and stuff like that, like it's nice, you know, yeah. but if I'm fucking up, let me know, too, right. because without you, I don't have a business. But, you, like, communication is a two-way street, right? Right. So I can say something to you, but if you don't receive it, mm-hmm. then you can't manifest it. Right. Yeah. Or I could give you the, you know, the cookie-cutter, thank you so much for your response. <laughs> we'll let's be honest, we'll do you better. Know what? I'll exactly. do better. I'll work, I'm working yeah. on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, um, right. mm, chale is not easy. Business is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Do you think the pandemic helped you? Like, this? Um, I do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, people were just home doing nothing. Yep. They just wanted to swipe their car. Yep. Nobody's going we, on vacation. Yeah. Like, it was just out. like, oh, I need that. No, you don't. But, yeah, I'm going to get it <laughs> You <anyway>. need it. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Bye. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I definitely feel like it increased sales okay. for sure. Yeah. Great. So good. So, in speaking about moms and stuff, this is going to get a little dark. This is why I like to do the dark stuff in the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, um. Maybe the demand. Now we got to do the recycle. <laughs> Um, so it, the news recently broke out that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend lost their baby. Um, I'm assuming it was full term. Mm-mm. It was like she was like, um, yeah, I think she was. Th- she, you know what? She may have been thirty. I think she was like five months. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of like Twitter is a very mm, place. interesting place, and there were a lot of like really negative comments and um. You know, like, just really nasty things. Because Chrissy Teigen is someone who is very vocal, especially when it comes to politics and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that aside, like, this is a human being, right? Being that you both are moms, I just wanted to ask, like, how do you balance getting not necessarily negative comments, but comments that you don't necessarily like in regards to your mothering or your motherhood? Like, do you, like, react? Are you... I react first, ask later. <laughs> I am bad. Like, I'll tell... You know. Who are these comments from, though? Like, Twitter people the, are... The, the trolls. No, I mean, like, in regards to my own life. Like, the question... Oh, I don't know. So, it could be... It could be... Oh, like, girl, don't do that. You know kids don't mm. like that. Or it could be a, a parent, you know, or an in-law, a sister. Why you cut his hair like that? Like yeah, little things, you know, yeah, like yeah. why are they dress like that? Like yeah. why you guys let them leave the house? You know, like little things like that. That yeah. is like, bro, I don't need your comment. You right. know what I'm saying? I mean, for me, like in the beginning, right? So my daughter didn't have hair for a long time. Mm-hmm. A long time. And it I'll was be not that long. I was like, Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, my baby, my baby, two years old. My, like, baby, my baby just getting cornrows. I can't. But, um, me too. I'll be in the- <laughs> I'm I will be in Target mm-hmm. and like she'll have earrings on and like she, to me she looks like a girl. Mm-hmm. That's I think she looks like a girl. She She's a girl, a girl. but whatever. <laughs> That's even you know whatever. That's oh sorry, sorry. sorry PC PC PC. PC. Yeah. Um. And they'd be like, oh, like, why don't you put, like, a headband on her, like, just to show that she's, like, a girl? Or, like, you know, is it a girl? Is it a boy? And I'm just like, why you don't mind your business? Mm. Or it'll be like, oh, like, I have an aunt. She's very vocal. She'll be like, oh, um, if you're going to do her hair, make sure you give her, like, baby hair so you could make sure, like, people know that she's a girl. And it's just like... I'm her mom. Mm. If I want to give her squiggly curls on her edges or whatever the case may be, let me do that. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to overstep. Right. <clears throat> and I think some people just don't really know that it's overstepping. I think they just feel like they're giving you unsolicited advice and that you should take it. And mm-hmm. it's either like you want to take it or you don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, guys. I'm different. Like therapy really changed <laughs> my life. <laughs> so it's just kind of like for me, it's like. I can honestly wholeheartedly say that there is nothing anyone can say to me mm. that I can now internalize mm. and make about myself. That's strength. That's power. Yeah. That's like, yeah. that's power. That's I'm not even strength. That's yeah. power. And it's just like, kind of like, you know, someone telling you to put a headband on so she, does, so she looks like a girl. Like, that's coming from their own experience yeah. it's coming from their own background their own conditioning mm-hmm. and they're just projecting like we only do what we know mm-hmm. right like perception is reality mm-hmm. for everyone yeah. so it's less about you know your daughter and like her looking like a boy or looking like a girl mm-hmm. and more about that person feeling like they're they're personalizing your situation mm-hmm. you know and now they're projecting and they, they're actually saying it to you yeah i mean I would never, you know, just because growing up, my parents always told me to mind my business. Okay. But like, you know, like. But Nigerians don't be minding their business. That's they don't. Thing. They don't mind their business. I mean, okay. I mean, <laughs> they mind their business when. Outside. Outside of the family. <laughs> when but within, in the car. Within the family. Yeah. <laughs> you it's like see. they got everything yeah. to say. But yeah, like. People would say things, and I'm not going to lie, like, just because I don't internalize anymore doesn't mean I don't get that initial sting or that Mm -hmm. initial, like, defense, Mm -hmm. but, like, I don't carry it Mm -hmm. at all. It's like, no, this is is what I'm going to do because... This is what yeah, I'm gonna do, right. you know. My like, child, my life. Right. I, think, I think for me now, though, like third time around, I'm just like, I don't really care. Like, mm. I really do not care. I don't care. And I, I hear that amongst mothers too. Like <clears throat> the first time, it's like everyone's oh, yeah. careful and yeah. gentle yeah. and fragile. But second time, you're like, what? You know what? Yeah, that's it. It's your sight. Yeah. Before <laughs> I would just be like quiet and I'd be texting T. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but now it's just like 
I got to speak up for myself right. because if I don't, like, it's going to continue and... Especially if it's recurring. Like, it mm. becomes abuse. Like, I I consider that emotional right. abuse. So, I guess sure. it's different. Like, comments from strangers, it's like, whatever. Comments in-house, it's oh, just kind of yeah. like... That's a different... Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a completely different, different ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... But, like, because I, I know myself, I'm very much a reactive person. And, like, if I was in that... Like, even my mom. Like, if my... Even when my mom was like, ah, oh, why did you just... Like, mommy, please, like, please don't start. Like, yeah. I already, I always start. My, I always yeah. started off with like, please, let's not go there. Because yeah, yeah. You, ima- to get too deep. you know, and then imagining someone who's like a close friend or like in laws or whatever, and it's like, I want to respect you, but you're crossing boundaries, mm-hmm. and this is not okay. You yeah. know, and like, I guess it kind of relies back on like having like a really strong partner too, like to just like ha- be like a good listening ear sometimes because I'm sure after a certain point, it's just like. Men don't care. Bro, like, you got to tell your friend, like... <laughs> That's it. And I was just yeah. about to say that. Like, some, <laughs> sometimes we, like, people can only do what you allow them to do, mm-hmm. right? And if someone gave me, like, unwanted advice and they keep doing it, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to eventually have to say, hey, Osa, you know, like, I know you don't mean anything by it, but would you please stop? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't like it. Right. I don't like the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And most times, like... they'll stop yeah Yeah. so it's like we also have to like speak up for ourselves like Gideon said and and actually place boundaries self-advocacy is like it's a big thing yeah like it's a huge thing and then once you place that boundary people typically don't you know cross it for the most part you know they won't cross it Nigerian parents have left the chat I mean if we're talking talking about Nigerian parents that's a different you know different there's levels there's levels to it though yeah well speaking of boundaries there was a post that I saw on Instagram, oh, yeah, and it says, it rule number one, never tell your parents how much you have or how much you earn, how much you make. What are your thoughts? I agree. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Let me tell you, agree. they like to add tax. Yeah. <laughs> this is when I was living at. It's well, like, mm, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Because then they start doing math in their head, mm. and it's just kind of like, oh, what's $2,500 to someone who's made, you know what I mean? Right, you're making a million. Um, I just think, yeah, you could just leave that part out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I, I definitely, like, I'm learning, like, you know, definitely lying about yeah. I'm like, I'm only making a team. Yeah, like, you know, I'm making minimum wage. Yeah. You, know, you gotta work. You know, got you know the man. Yeah. The man sure yeah, will make absolutely. you start. No, but, but I get it, though. Like, boundaries. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you do a good, you know, sometimes I'll be having conversations. I'm like, oh, my God, I got this. And I'm like, oh, mm. <laughs> listen, you right owe there. your parents, okay? Do like, we? Yes, you do. do. We? I mean, like we. I listen. I do so much for Kylie and Amira now <laughs> at their six and seven years of age, and each day I'm just like, ish. These kids, they better, they better. <laughs> I better have a nice, yeah, house, like, like they car, better boat, a yeah. come early. <laughs> you know why? Because like that conversation of like, especially amongst the black community, I feel like a lot of black parents don't set their kids up. Well, let me rephrase that. Don't set their kids up for a good life. Because mm-hmm. what, what that mean, though? So, college funds. Mm. How can I set up a college fund for my children if I'm struggling to... Right, and it's a, it's a cyclical kind right, of thing, absolutely. right? Because it's like grandparents, whatever, whatever. But And I hate the, the counterparts conversation, but that's a real thing because mm-hmm. our counter, counterparts have college funds they have trust funds they have if they want to start a business they have the grandfather can write a check I mean, because, because, because they have, it depends on your they have wealth they you have know wealth, what I mean yeah. like and with and wealth and I'm not saying that all black people are poor because they're a pretty large number of black wealthy people that do set their kids up because right. and that's when we see the conversation on, on on social media where it's like damn like you can't even like be humble or whatever like when you think of like someone like a Lori Harvey who mm-hmm. is you know comes from a rich family or whatever and mm-hmm. she can flaunt her bags and someone who doesn't it's like damn why you gotta flaunt it in my face and stuff like that she doing rich shit she's rich like exactly that's, it's, a, it's a normal thing <laughs> yeah. for her but like you know in regards to that it's just like a lot of us are not set up in that way to have the said lifestyle where we can be you and know. that and that all depends though too right because like so for friend, a lot of the friends that I, I grew up with, mm-hmm. um, I see it differently. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about their parents had college funds mm-hmm. for them. Like, they can go to school and graduate with no debt. Right, right. Like, literally no debt. They'd be like, oh, like, debt? What's that? Like, you know what I mean? Or <laughs> right. it, it, when it's time to, to, to get an apartment, like, they don't have to pay $3,000 for an apartment because... Mm-hmm. 
you know, they can live up top of, on top of their mom's, you know, Building, brownstone yeah. or apartment or whatever the case because she owns it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like, it's, it all, it all depends on the people you ask, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of us aren't set up. No. I mean, listen, for me, again, like we live very different lives from, um, you know, our counterparts. Mm-hmm. So it's like our focus. Like I didn't really learn about like home ownership and sorry guys. No, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't really learn about like home ownership and like the importance of it and all those other things. Credit. Even though I learned about credit, okay. but I didn't learn about the importance of like my parents, we owned a home mm-hmm. when we were growing up, mm-hmm. but they never like spoke to us about the importance of it. And, you know, like just being house rich or, you know, mm-hmm. like all those things. So for a lot of us, like that was never our focus. So we can't set something up that we don't even know exists. Mm-hmm. You know but what I mean? now will be the change. Though. Right. Yeah. Right. So like now we have a lot more knowledge and mm-hmm. we, we can do better, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because yeah. like for me, those are things that I'm learning to like do better at yeah. you know like i i didn't have certain conversations in regards to money and finances and mm-hmm. and you know ownership and all those things and it's like it's it sucks because i know people there are a lot of people like me that have to be self-taught and right. have to find make the, the mistakes and make the mistakes and find that information out online exactly but like you said idiot we are the change that we want to see and all that jazz Thanks, yeah. and um like i want my kids to be able to be like your mom like can I live here? Mm. Like after college, like can I live here for like you know five hundred a month? And it's like mm-hmm. yeah, like it, it won't it won't make or break me. Like, right. Of course, like right. I want to be able to like have them set up in a way that honestly, I'm sorry, I don't want my kids to struggle. Like I get Amen. it, like it's like that, whatever. Amen. But I don't. That's a luxury that I want for my kids. Right. Like I want them to work hard, but I also want them to have the luxury to not have to struggle financially. So they're not right. scamming no, right. this way. No, I'm good. I, I'm I completely get it. I get it. That's um, not fun. Yeah. Yeah. We just got to do what we can while we can, but you know, mm-hmm. it's not an easy road. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But being that it's not a road and an easy road, we have now come to the end of just swinging it. <laughs> oh, yeah. To the end of the road. But T-Day, please. Ca- come no. on. Uh-uh. Hey. <laughs> it's always our one friend. That's not as mad depressing. I hate yeah, that. It is kind of depressing. But T-Day, let the people know where we can find you if you want to be found. Guys, I am on Instagram at shitformoms. S-H-T-F-O-R-M-O-M-S. And my website is the same as well. Yes. Support, support. Okay. Link is going to be down below. Make sure you click. Buy for a friend who's a friend who's a friend's friend's Mm -hmm. friend. Okay. Dog moms, bird moms, cats, tree moms, plant moms, position. I love that. (laughs) But yes, guys, thank you for listening to another episode. As Uh, per usual, you can find us on Instagram at Just Swinging It Podcast. And you can email us for any comments, questions, or concerns at Just Swinging It Podcast at gmail.com. And this was just winging it. it. Bye. That's Bye. <laughs>